Thank you so much for joining me today, Congressman Carbajal, and congratulations on your reelection to the 24th congressional seat. Thank you. I'm uh, very honored that uh, the residents and voters of the Central Coast uh, reelected me to continue to represent the values and priorities of the Central Coast and their interests in Washington. Let's start with some background info. Where did you grow up and go to school and how has your childhood and educational background influenced your work? Well, I immigrated to this country from Mexico when I was five years old. I'm the youngest of seven. My father, early on when we immigrated, uh, we first moved to Arizona where my father worked as an underground copper mine, or should I say miner. And when the mine closed, my father moved our family to Oxnard where he resorted to working uh, in the fields as a farm worker. So you might ask why a farm worker? He had worked uh, in the region during the guest worker program of the 50s and the 60s and uh, had contacts and knew the lay of the land. So he moved our family to Oxnard. So there's where I did most of my early teen years. Um, grew up in Oxnard. We, uh, my father, uh, worked in, in the farms and as such, uh, even though he worked seven days a week sometimes, it was challenging getting by. My mother couldn't work. She had rheumatoid arthritis and her, she had, it was very debilitating. So she was, uh, her job was staying home and minding us bratty kids. So we moved into public housing uh, a year after we moved to Oxnard uh, when we were having some challenges. And as a result, uh, it, it was somewhat challenging. Uh, you know, we were low income. And, uh, but despite that, my parents encouraged us to do well in school. And uh, I ended up applying to a number of universities after I, as I was finishing high school and got accepted to all of them and ended up coming to UCSB. And during my UCSB years, I also joined the Marine Corps Reserve, met my wife on a blind date, visiting Los Angeles with one of my classmates who was from Los Angeles. Now I have two wonderful kids. And you asked me a little bit about my background, but what informs my approach uh, to public, public policy? And I would say, uh, you know, we're a sum of all of our experiences and certainly Immigrating to this country, coming from uh, low income means, but yet having great opportunity that this country has given me to be able to get a great education, to be able to serve my country in, 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 in service in the military. And then in local elected office and now as a member of Congress, I just, I'm, I'm very grateful to have had all these opportunities and feel that my approach to public policy uh, keeps that into consideration every day. Uh, what struggling families go through, a reminder of the great opportunities this country provides to everyone, and the need to make sure that everybody has the opportunity in our country and here on the Central Coast to live the American dream. So that kind of grounds my approach to public policy. 
Now, looking back at your previous two terms in this seat, as well as former experience as a Santa Barbara County Supervisor, what are some key takeaways you've learned about and the priorities of your constituency? Well, if you know, I, I'm grateful that uh, again I was elected uh, for two terms uh, in Congress representing the Central Coast, and certainly the priorities of uh, the Central Coast have been really uh, dictated by the residents of the Central Coast. And what I have heard from my constituents is that, uh, you know, they, they wanted, they want me to continue working to bring down healthcare costs because they continue to be a major challenge for so many people uh, here on the Central Coast and throughout the country to bring down prescription drug costs, to bring down premium costs. Uh, I've also, have fought for and, 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 and work to continue to bring economic opportunities to the district, be it investments in infrastructure, investments in renewable energy, investments in, in commercial launch at Vandenberg Air Force Base to make sure that we continue to expand uh, economic employment opportunities for as many people as possible. So that's a second issue that I've worked on and that has been a high priority. As certainly now uh, one of the priorities that has become the first priority is really making sure we continue to pass another economic relief package to address the impacts of COVID as it relates to uh, those that are unemployed, small businesses, local governments, schools, making sure we are providing more money into the pockets of those that are hurting during this time. And while we have provided some relief through four bipartisan economic relief packages in the past, we need to do that ASAP again because so many people continue to hurt. And that's another priority that I have worked on in the past and will continue to work on in the future. And of course, lastly is climate change, making sure that we continue to protect our environment, our coastline, our ecosystems, our uh, conservation of our uh, public lands. Those are all priorities that have existed uh, through my service the first four years and continue to be major priorities moving forward. Yeah, you touched on some topics such as healthcare, the COVID-19 pandemic, and environmental legislation. We'll get into those a little bit more, but in October, we spoke to you about your priorities for the Central Coast. Among several issues, you emphasized economic recovery in the wake of COVID-19 increased healthcare access, the expansion of jobs during this challenging time. With the corona case rates continuing to shatter records across California as we approach the holidays, how will you actively work towards achieving these goals? Well, continue to work uh, as I've always done uh, in a bipartisan fashion uh, to work with the leadership uh, in the House of Representatives, uh, both uh, the majority and the minority leadership. Uh, to try to move forward solutions. Certainly, when it comes to COVID, we have already worked together uh, to move forward for economic relief packages. We need to do that again right now. And as a matter of fact, I'm part of the Problem Solvers Caucus, which is made up of a bipartisan uh, group of uh, representatives in the House of Representatives that just today we came out with a proposal to stimulate negotiations and discussions between Republicans and Democrats, not only in the House, 
but in a bicameral fashion as well, there are counterparts to this group in the US Senate and they have taken up this same proposal and we are working collectively to encourage the leaderships from both sides of the aisle, both in the Senate and in the House of Representatives to move forward another COVID economic relief package as soon as possible. So that's something that we are working on now. And that extends to the same uh, approach that I will continue to uh, take when it comes to economic opportunities, protecting our environment, uh, bringing about renewable energy to the Central Coast, investing in infrastructure. All of these things uh, need to be done in a bipartisan fashion. And even though we are going to have a change of, of administration that is more in line with uh, my values and more in line with um, the priorities of the Central Coast that I perceive, you still are gonna have to work across the aisle. So I'm gonna continue working uh, across the aisle to continue to move solutions to address these many challenges and priorities that are important to the Central Coast. Yeah, staying on the topic of COVID-19, shortly after we interviewed you in October, we were saddened to hear that you had been diagnosed with COVID-19 after exposure on Capitol Hill. How are you feeling now, and did your diagnosis give you any new insight into the severity of COVID-19 and the importance of government-instituted regulations? Well, certainly, uh, you know, I took great caution uh, wearing masks, socially distancing, and uh, still contracted COVID-19. And certainly, I was lucky that I had uh, somewhat mild symptoms. Uh, a few of the symptoms were a little harsher than others. But what it reminded me is that our public health personnel, our public health uh, officials know what they're talking about, about quarantining, about following guidelines to use face coverings, face masks, to make sure people are distancing, not gathering, washing their hands. It's so important uh, more than ever to, to take that advice from our public health professionals serious. And certainly having contracted it, I feel that I was one of the lucky ones that didn't have underlying health problems that led to more serious uh, conditions or issues, should I say. It's really important if we're gonna get our hands around this containing this virus that people adhere to the guidance of our public health professionals. But it also reminded me that we need to continue to invest in helping those that have been impacted by COVID, whether it's our unemployed uh, workers, our businesses, our institutions. Uh, we need to make sure that we're doing everything possible to continue to provide relief to those individuals and families and workers and businesses that have been negatively impacted by COVID-19. Right, thank you for that statement. Well, now we'll move in to a little bit of the environmental legislation. In a statement congratulating President-elect Joe Biden for his victory earlier this month, you mentioned getting to work on rejoining the fight for climate change. How will working alongside the Biden administration help with environmental legislation? Well, certainly this administration is, is understands and believes in science and the importance uh, of our country 
adhering to certain uh, public policy that would lead to addressing climate change more seriously. For starters, uh, getting back into the climate accord uh, would be number one. Uh, two, really develop uh, uh, an energy policy that invests in renewable energy uh, and making sure we're investing in solar wind, uh, offshore wind uh, here off the coast of, of San Luis Obispo is a priority for me that we need to address climate change uh, both from an adaptation standpoint and uh, from a mitigation standpoint to making sure that we are moving from a fossil fuel uh, dependence to a renewable portfolio of energy where we're investing in solar, wind, offshore wind uh, to move us towards a, a better future and at the same time create clean jobs and develop new economic sectors of employment. Now, as we near the end of our interview, looking forward, what do you anticipate will be the biggest challenges for you and your constituents as you step into your third term? Well, I think they're, they're gonna continue to be some of the same uh, challenges. Uh, we have the Diablo Canyon power plant, nuclear power plant that is uh, scheduled to start decommissioning in a few years. And as such, that's gonna create um, a number of uh, jobs that are going to evaporate as a result of that and have a major impact on those workers and their families and the local economy. So I am committed to making sure that we are providing economic opportunities to assist those uh, workers that will be laid off, transition to other uh, great economic opportunities to help them uh, stay afloat with their families, but to continue having uh, vibrant futures here on the Central Coast. And in doing so, uh, committed to developing renewable energy employment opportunities uh, here on the Central Coast. So that's going to continue to be a challenge to continue to make sure that we are mitigating those job losses and continuing to build a robust local economy and economic opportunities for everyone. That's why I'm also working with Vandenberg Air Force Base to expand commercial launch and economic opportunities that would stem from that base for the entire region and uh, continue to work on infrastructure to build to bring about modernization of our infrastructure and at the same time providing more jobs for the Central Coast. The second priority of, of course continues to be making sure we're reducing healthcare costs and making sure that we're addressing reducing costs pertaining to prescription drugs and that premiums continue to be lowered. That continues to be a challenge. So uh, that in addition to addressing climate change uh, and continuing to ensure that we are moving uh, immigration reform forward are all priorities that I will continue to work on and will continue to be uh, priorities for the Central Coast. Great, thank you so much, Congressman. Is there anything else you would like to add that hasn't been discussed yet? You know, Alexandra, I will say though that the immediate priority that we need to focus on 
is moving forward another economic relief package uh, and do it in a bipartisan and bicameral fashion. This should not have to be partisan. People throughout the country and here on the Central Coast continue to hurt uh, due to the impacts and, and, the re and resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. And we need to provide that economic relief to unemployed workers, families who are food insecure or that are in peril of being evicted uh, through, we need to provide uh, for families, we need to provide for businesses that need more PPP loans. We need to provide resources for local government and schools so that we could protect the public health and at the same time, open up our economy as soon as possible. And we need to make sure that we have a national plan of testing, tracing, and vaccination uh, distribution uh, throughout our country so that we can get back to a sense of normalcy. But we can't get to a sense of normalcy until we provide the economic relief that so many people need right now. And I think we need to do that ASAP. Thank you so much, Congressman Carbajal, and congratulations once again on your reelection. Thank you so much. I'm honored that to be able to continue representing the Central Coast in Washington, Central Coast priorities and values. And I'm gonna represent everyone, those that voted for me and those that didn't vote for me. Um, my pledge is to represent everyone and to continue to be a good listener and move forward solutions to the challenges and priorities that we have here on the Central Coast.